welcome to episode 12 of Two Guinea Hens. I'm Rose. I'm Gabby. How's everybody doing? Did you have a good week, sis? Uh, I've had better weeks. <laughs> what have we, has it been over a week since we podcast last, I think, huh? Yeah, did we podcast on a Monday? Right. So we're a little late, you guys. We're a little late. Sorry. We were both sick this weekend. Yeah, we were going to podcast Sunday, but we both got really violently ill, so... I have not been that sick in a very, very long time. Me either. I'm feeling much better, but my sissy is not doing so good. Yeah, my tummy's still not right. Yeah. Mm. So we're not drinking today. I know, so I hope we're funny. I I know. it's not just the alcohol that makes us funny. Well, I think the alcohol made us definitely... made me loose lips last time, (laughs) (laughs) Loose lips sink chips. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I still have to post something to our website. I... Yeah. Okay, never mind. Anyway... So, you had a, had better weeks. Yeah, I know. Not the best week. Yeah, like Friday I was having a really bad day work-wise. It was just a hard day. A lot of, you know, troubled children who were taking it out on me. And then I'm driving home. I'm like, Rose, I'm having the worst day ever. I'm not going to come to the gym. And then I see a tweet that Speechless was canceled. At- no! I was just like, this isn't happening. I know. And so I text Rose. While I'm driving, which I shouldn't have. No. And as I grows, they canceled speechless, and she just. I just turned to my fiance, John, and was like, they, they canceled speechless. Keep in mind, like, I like it when I watch it, but I'm not as avid a fan as Gab is. Um, just because I, I don't. I usually watch it on demand later. Anyway, he's never watched it because he has thing, an issue with Mini Driver. I don't know. I'm not going to get into that now. And literally, he said, Oh, why? Why today? <laughs> because she'd had such a bad day, and that was just like the moldy cherry on top of a shitty dairy field sunday but what's scaring me what's really scaring me is that i have not accepted it like i i am still thinking like in the way that i think hillary's gonna run for president i actually think we're getting a season four and i even the cast is not thinking it and i can't let it go and i don't know how to fix that in my brain hey so (laughs) did you have you did you hear about Constance Wu's tweet after she found out Fresh Off the Boat was picked up? Yeah, that she wasn't happy about it. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Don't you... I mean, I like Fresh Off the Boat, too, but don't you wish you could be like, hey, hey, Connie. Yeah. You know what? We'll give Speechless your shot. Your slot. You, you go do whatever it was you wanted to do. Well, frankly, like, I... Fresh Off the Boat, I've always enjoyed, but I don't think it's nearly as funny as Speechless. I mean, I, I'm not as hardcore about it. I actually mm-hmm. stopped DVRing it this year. That's how mm-hmm. bad I thought it got. Mm-hmm. Um... I think her reasonings are something that she doesn't think she's getting paid enough, which, you know, more sure, power yeah, than right, getting yeah. paid fairly because she wasn't one of the hit comedies of the year. Exactly. But you know what? If you don't want to do another season, I know a show that would love to that's actually brilliantly funny and actually changes the world. So, right. hey. So, hey, Connie. How about the, can I call you Connie? Hey, I don't know. Con, can we call you that? Well, here's the other thing. is So, Netflix has a show right now about a guy with CP who's gay. And it's okay. I've watched six episodes, and I'm just like, it's not speechless. Um, so I'm praying that in some freak twist of, like, Netflix will be like, look, we waste so much money on Stranger Things. We can throw some money at Speechless. Give them a season four. Let's see what we got. But Hulu right now has Speechless on, so I feel yeah. like... And they do original programming. Do they? So I didn't yeah. know. Handmaid's Tale is on Hulu. Okay, so there is... Because someone was like, maybe Hulu will pick them up, but I... Hmm. Please, someone pick... I... I think we're having a season four with President Clinton. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> Cowboy Dan is coming. Y'all see what I'm working with here, right? <laughs> Sometimes it's a full-time job just being Gabby's sister. Aww. Aww. That, that's what my tenant used to say. 
Really? He would be like, y'all don't know. It's a full-time job living with this one. Aww. And I was like, that is kind of true. But it's a, I would take that job any day. Aw, that's why I don't bother dating. Because <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> why do this? Like, I'll be cool for a little bit, but like then, you know, it's time to live together. It's like, what? Why don't you leave your room, boo? Why don't you want to sleep with me? Oh, I'm a baby. Get away from me. <laughs> like, it's just not worth it. Aww. It's not worth it for you. It's not worth it for me. We're all good. Yeah. But I am going to start looking into male prostitutes anyway. Huh. That's for another Isn't that podcast. Interesting. And it's also illegal. So. No, it isn't. Uh, yeah, it is. I just saw it in the city paper. It can't be illegal if they're advertising for it in a newspaper. Oh, my God. It's a male escort, and it says he'll cuddle. Maybe more will happen if you guys just... like. It says, like, they can't say that they'll have sex with you, but if you two hit it off, anything can happen. Right. And um, <laughs> if you offer him money and you have sex and he's an undercover detective, you're going to prison. Ask your buddy Dave. Is that true? Yes, it's true. Prostitution is not legal. That is not fair. Well, it might not be fair, but it's the reality there, girl. Wow. I really don't like living in a world where prostitution is not legal. It's my body. I should be able to do whatever the hell Why I want are you with screaming? it. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. And oh, I just feel strong really? about prostitution. You, you didn't know prostitution was illegal. <laughs> I really didn't. I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> I just, I, I thought it was only illegal if it's like underage prostitutes. No, no, it's, it's compl- it's illegal. I think the only place in the United States is in Reno where prostitution is legal, but everywhere else it's illegal. That is crazy. Like no one would know. I mean, I don't know. I'm just surprised. I didn't know that it was illegal. Okay, guys, I'm not going to get a male prostitute. Because it's illegal. It's illegal. And gross. gross. I guess gross. I don't know. He's a professional. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be nice if somebody's a professional at sex. Like, um, this guy knows what he's doing. He gets paid to do it. You know, and mostly they're they're soliciting for other men. They're not... I mean... What are you talking about? Wait In the city paper... Those men that are per- asking me to be right. dates? They're not asking you. Aw, they don't want me? No. Well, I'm the one with the money. I don't have any money also. Do you think <laughs> they take access cards? <laughs> Do you have an access card? I'm trying to work on one. Uh, no, you know, and that's also illegal. Oh, shit. So now you've just <laughs> got prostitution and welfare fraud. Damn it. Well, you can't get welfare when you're single now. Isn't the, that interesting? It's a new law. You cannot get food stamps or welfare if you're single and no child. Like, you can't. There's so you no, can just starve. Yeah, because yeah, they're like, it's your fault, dummy. It's not like you have to support anyone, jerk. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah, I but then no I can't idea. go make money on my body, so real nice. Hmm. Well, how about that? Sorry, we took a weird turn. I didn't mean for that to happen. Well, it's not welfare, but the way they make you go through hoops to get the unemployment that you paid into is feels like you're trying to get welfare because... Um, I had to go to, you know, a, a required seminar yesterday about the workforce. It was so beyond frustrating. And there's still more requirements you have to do. Now, meanwhile, if I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure we all pay into unemployment so that when you need it, it's, it's there. there for you. So why do I have to fulfill requirements to get the money that I paid into that? And it's not even like you're, you're making, I'm making a ton of money. I'm barely making like, I don't even know, 30% of my salary. Oh my God. I mean, yeah. So yes, yesterday was a very frustrating day. I mean, the woman that I met with was very nice, but it, you know, there's, there's groups of people that probably do need a lot of help with resumes, interview skills, things like that. I'm just not one of them. I mean, I've been working since I'm 15 years old. Right. Why do I have to jump through hoops just to get this shitty, paltry amount of money? 
just so I can eke by until I find a job. Which you've paid into, so you should just be able to get it anyway. You would think. How many more? Do you have to do another seminar thingy? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. June 13th, I think I have to go. Do you have to show them that you're sending out resumes? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, anyway. Wow. That's the system. That's all I have to say about that. The system... Well, you know something I was asking a friend of ours. So mm. a friend of ours is... Oh. <laughs> Stanley mm. Tucci's playing with Gabby, sticking his paw under the door while we record. And... Um, sorry, I got silly distracted. Yeah. Um, what we're ta- oh, I, well, our friend is getting her PhD in, um, long story short, just how the me- mental health is um, cyclical in poorer communities because there there's no help for the parents and the grandparents, and so... It's just, like, generational mental health. Mm-hmm. And I was saying to her, like, in, in terms of people who... Because I know on unemployment you do take some courses. And I was like, do they ever offer that with, like, welfare, that kind of government mm-hmm. assistance? Like, I don't know, to, like, educate in terms of mental health mm-hmm. or things like that. Or even, like, basic parenting. Like, mm-hmm. this is what you do. Or I don't know. And, she, and, I, and she's like, I don't think so. She said her research hasn't brought her to that. But mm-hmm. I just found that kind of interesting that, like, for unemployment you have to take classes. But, like... Right, right. Getting, you know, there are other things that people could also be mm-hmm. getting nurtured on right. by the government. Right, and again, it's it's a fine, like, do they offer it and it's up to you to take it, or is it required? Like, right. you know, I mean, I'm not completely sure what the rules are for welfare, but I do know, I do remember back, you know, when, pres- the, you know, male President Clinton uh, <laughs> signed welfare reform, and it was like, you have to work part-time or you have to volunteer you have to do this stuff and it was like that's a great idea in theory but there are a lot of people particularly poor rural people who can't get somewhere and just leave their four or five kids at home while they volunteer to meet these requirements to get the bare minimum of food stamps and like i don't know right the system is so jacked up it really is i mean it's it's again in theory it's good we have the safety net in place but i don't know i don't know and yesterday I almost tweeted and I deleted it because I thought it was going to be controversial. But I literally, the hap- like, I am my happiest when I work, mm-hmm. I get my money, mm-hmm. and then I pay a bill. And yeah. I feel so, like, my soul feels cleansed. And I was like, if that doesn't make me a cog in this capitalistic <laughs> machine, then nothing does. Mm-hmm. Like, if that is what gives my soul peace, yeah. is working to pay bills. That's sad. That's sad. And That's it really real was. Like, I was like, I was paying bills yesterday. There's one thing I did that made no, myself feel good. Feel... And I was like, I feel so good. I love this. But, like, I struggle. Right. So when I go a month of not paying bills, I'm like, it feels good to be able to catch up. Get yeah, me. Right. And I was like, no, yeah, no, no. you're not going to come and get me. <laughs> Guys, I did it. Yeah. But I do feel like, I felt like such a cog in the capitalist machine. Like, uh, this is weird. Yeah. But I also don't know that I would do well in a socialist state. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm not good with standing in line. No. Oh my God, I'm such a beast. Yeah. Well, you and your future brother-in-law, he has no patience. He couldn't. He couldn't stand in line. I'd have to be in charge of the one. I'd have to be the one standing in the lines. Well, you used to sit out to go to concerts. No. There was a time and I that was crazy as a little kid. I was like, I can't believe Mom and Dad let you do it. I'd be like, I can't believe they let me do it either. Mom wouldn't let me walk across the street, and wow. you could sit out downtown. I mean, I was pretty much like hauling my own shots by the time you were born. You were eight. I know. But I, I thought I knew better. I knew what was best for me. Jesus. <laughs> How old were you the first time they let you sit out? Like, like 16, that? 17. Okay, well, I mean, I was I like a baby. No. Oh, my okay. God, no, they're not crazy. What? Yeah. I mean, 
Not that. Were, but yeah. in that particular instance. Plus, there was always, like, a group of us. It wasn't, right. like, me by myself. Where would you go? Joseph Horns, usually. That's where you buy concert tickets? Because mm-hmm. they had a Ticketmaster location, yeah. Or National Record Mart. But we always picked Horns because National Record Mart was too popular, so there'd always be a big line there. And we could go to Horns. Horns was convenient because there was a McDonald's that was, like, open till 2 in the morning and then reopened back up at 4 a.m., so there was always a bathroom available. We thought it through. Wow. And when I say we thought it through, I mean Tanya thought it through. She really was organized about that kind of stuff. That's wild. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I, that's a whole other world to me. I was not a teenager like that. <laughs> I feel like that was a more fair way to get good concert tickets, though. Like, just going online doesn't seem fair to everybody. Plus, there's so many, like, companies that buy them and then sell them for, you know, ten times what they cost. And Isn't that why artists do a lot of, like, VIP now, too? So that way you will get the first row tickets. Yeah, but you usually have to pay to be in their VIP, you know, their fan club or whatever. I mean... Anyone past the age of 20, who joins fan clubs, you know? I know. I sadly know a lot of people who do that. Really? Oh. I mean, I guess. It's <laughs> worth, I guess it's worth it if for the tickets, but I don't know. Jill's going to wonder who I, what I just whispered she to. She's going to wonder. She's going to ask. <laughs> Hi, Jill. Hi, Jilly. Um, yeah, so anyway, let's move on. We had a request for some advice from a listener. Oh, I love it. So, apparently our listener is also Italian-American. I don't know what percentage, and we're not going to get into that now. Right. Doesn't matter. Um, but the question was, how should she sit her Italian-American father down and explain to him that she is converting from Catholicism to being a Muslim? Ooh. And I'm going to generalize all Italian-American fathers the same way, just so that we can offer this advice. So we'll assume we were sa- telling daddy this. Now, what do you think? I, I've thought about I've had more time to think about this, so I know what I would suggest, but... Well, first of all, I, I, our father did have a mood disorder, so it would depend on Beanie's mood. That's uh, exactly what I was thinking. I also feel like, I feel like there would be different standards for you and me, even though we're both daughters. Right. Like, I feel like if Rose was like, Daddy... <laughs> I want to marry a Muslim. <laughs> or whatever. I'm converting. Or no, no. This person. I don't, well, you know what? I don't know if this okay. person's... Why this person? Why? I think okay. it's just... Or whatever the reason. Okay, so I'm converting to Muslim or Islam. Islam. Um, dad would be like, no, you're not. <laughs> so I don't know. I can feel that. But if I was like... If I got him where he was like high on the porch and I was like, hey, Pops, um, what do you think about like converting to Muslim? So my whole thing is I would lead with I can't be a Catholic because I don't want to be part of a church of rape. Mm-hmm. So that would probably be my lead in because I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't. I'm not identifying as anything right now. Right. So I think it's easy to leave the Catholic Church, but I could see her Italian father being like, why Islam? Mm-hmm. There's so much bad right. stigma, unfortunately, in our, our country. Right. Not, it's not right. People of a faith should not be all lumped in with extremists from that faith. Right. Um, so I definitely, I would, you know, use that, that argument as well, but I just feel like, does she have to tell him? I mean, does it matter? Like... He or she. I, think she, I think they want to. I think this listener wants to. I assumed it was a woman, but you know that's fair. That's a very good question. I don't. I don't know uh, the gender of the person. So what? What was? What do you think? Well, I thought the same thing. I said first of all, I think it's mood dependent. Wait until he's in a chill mood, or he's in a gregarious mood. Where he's you know, because that's the way they do it. Yep. You know, one day they're just like everybody's best friend. That's the day. Yep. And you kind of figure out how to, you know, turn a conversation so that you can segue right into that. But 
say it in a way that makes him think it's a great idea. You know? Like, it's all going to be in the way this person frames it, I think. And the mood that they get their dad in. Yeah, I agree. Don't do it when he's like... You know, if he's, like, a football fan, don't wait till like, the Steelers were just clobbered by some shitty team and then be like, oh, by the way, or, you know, whatever. And don't do this. This would be, like, so me and my dad, sometimes we could get really into it. So if, like, you bring it up and you're trying and you're like, so I'm converting. And if he's like, ah, and he does anything, don't immediately be like, I'm doing it. I'm not talking to you again. Because that's what I would do. That's what she would do. And that's not the best way. And then he'll flip the table and then you'll both be screaming. And it's really not worth it. I will say this, though, uh, if the writer, if the listener, I'm sorry, is a female, and this is so goddamn sexist, and I'm saying it, and I don't care, but sometimes tears work. They do. Yeah. Depending on, you know, the, the dad, but... She and if would you're go a, tears. And if you're a dude, if the listener is a dude who wrote this, uh... Tears might work. Mm, it depends. I don't know. Depends on his mood. Depends on his mood, and if he's a crier. Right. You know, because if he's not, then he's going to be really freaked out by that. But if he's also a crier, then it might work. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, so if you good listeners want to weigh in, tweet us, email us, Facebook. Yeah. You know, just let us know what, any advice we should give this person. Because um, I feel for you because I feel guilty to my dead parents that I'm not identifying as Catholic right now. It's something I think about every single day. And let me mention, we never went to church weekly. I mean, there's no reason to feel that way. We were not, like, right. super devout practicing Catholics. So. But I'm like... It's like, you know, like you just identify as a way and you're like, oh, wait, I, get I, don't, it. I don't want to be part of that church anymore. I get it. I totally yeah, get it. it's crazy. It really is. It good really luck, is. listener. Yes, good luck, listener. And keep us informed on in how it goes once you do spill the beans. But I, I think it's, I haven't read a lot about Islam, but what I have read, it's a very nice religion. It's very peaceful. And, uh, you know, the community really seems to rally around each other. And yes. maybe it's because they're in a country where they're not made to feel welcome. And for that, I'm sorry on behalf of all Americans. But um, I don't know. So, yeah. I agree. And it also seems very, like, um, uh, meditative. The prayers seem more meditative yes. than, like, pre- you know, the way Catholics do it. I agree. I agree. I'm going to try to, listeners, I'm trying to take a picture of um, Gab playing with Stanley Tucci's paw right now while we record. I'm going to put it on our website because it's just too adorable for words. He's losing his mind, you yeah. guys. Um, he like had his whole arm underneath it. Oopsies. Oops. What happened there? Oh, we're good. Okay. Hey, if it sounded like a crazy lump, we're sorry. It's because we, it, our we mind fell. fell. Sorry about that. I don't really know what happened. Maybe I tapped the fireplace with my foot. I am sort of on a second wind today, you guys. Oh, poor Rosie didn't sleep. So our poor baby, our doggy Luca Brazzi, has been having his stomach issues again. We took him to the emergency vet yesterday because I came home to a crate filled with really gross poop. I won't go into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was bleeding from his bum, too. Did we I tell you that? Me oh, no, yeah, yeah. Baby. Yeah, that's what really got me scared. Oh, no. So, uh, they think he might have colitis. We're going to take him to see a specialist, um, you know, because we're rich, but uh, we're not. That's a joke. Um, so, last night we didn't want to crate him. And since John is working and I'm not, I said I would sleep downstairs on the couch and let him just roam free. That way, if he needed to go out, I was right there. Um, our couch is insanely uncomfortable. And. Probably for the first couple hours, I tried to go to sleep. Luca was so confused. He's like, what, what is happening? Nobody's putting me in a crate. Yeah. I don't know what to do. But anyway, he ended up being very good and was fine. No accidents. 
but uh, I did not really sleep. So I've had a gigantic cup of coffee, a gigantic cup of tea. Um, so yeah, that's where I am right now. You're like me. Yeah. Normal. I know. And I'm going to chill. Wow. Which never happens. This, I know. Sorry. Today was an opposite day, but now it feels like it might be. It's like a Freaky Friday. Oh my goodness. That would be... Us Freaky Friday would be hilarious. You would probably never work again. Well, you you would have pulled <laughs> off a child within two seconds and then got to stand up and been like, I'm not doing this. Throw the mic and just walked out. Yeah, I'd be done. But you wouldn't have a job either. Because could you well, imagine? I don't have a job. Well, yeah. But if I, you, let's say you had your old job, there's no way I could do your old job. Um, Hi, everybody. Gabby, you don't just get to talk all day. I'm just pot potting around. I'm going to go visit everybody. That's not how this works. Uh, it does. It works hate, that way for some people. And I hate phones. You definitely have oh, yeah, your phones. Right. I can't do that. And I don't like opening emails. And I don't like opening mail. I feel yeah, like I couldn't do your job. Well. You probably wouldn't have done well. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think. But, as me now, you could, because you get to stay home, play with cat and dog, and work on the computer, and do dishes, and uh, clean. I'm pretty sure if I came home to a crate full of feces, I would be pulling <laughs> a Beanie Benesso. Hi, puppy. Hi, puppy. Oh, Sorry, puppy. Oh, poor I can't do he it. He looked so sad. He was... Oh, you wouldn't have done that. He was so cute. Well, I'm scared he's bleeding, and now you're going to wait till September. Well, no. Sorry, I'm upset. No, but uh, the vet um, said that's, that's not unusual, and that's nothing to be concerned about a lot of dogs get that okay so and otherwise he was completely healthy like he wasn't he was at the emergency vet with all these other poor little sick dogs who were like lethargic and withdrawn and he thought he was at the dog park like he wanted to play with every one of them and they were all just like please get the fuck away from me (laughs) i'm what a sick dog looks like i don't know why you're here you big marmaduke (laughs) anywho so yeah, any of you listeners are dog owners and can give us some advice. Like I said, did I say I think the doctor the doctor said he thinks that he has colitis. Right? Are you going to just now go on a like chicken only diet? Well, he can't though. That's not very nutritious. So for oh. now, we're going to until his. Gosh, guys, guys we're, we're so sorry. Again. I don't know what's happening. Sorry. Maybe. I'll keep it away from them. Here, I put, I pushed it back Tape. a little bit more. Okay. We're so sorry. God. To explore you amateurs. It's not, hello, it's episode 12. Get it together, Vanessa sisters. I know. Is it 12 or 11? 12. Okay. Yeah, episode, episode 11 was the weird episode. Oh. <laughs> which I still have to find that study and post it. But it's there. It's true. I loved when Gina was telling Chappie that on Saturday night. <laughs> no, Chappie, it's true. It's oh, he's like, oh, it's a real study. <laughs> Chappie's not letting me get the hot pocket machine oh, follow up. He said nice. I could get it if it's by a dumpster outside. Away from his gym. I just think a really good salesperson from Hot Pockets needs to uh, reach out. In Hot Pockets, maybe we'll tweet you on this one. Um, <laughs> Tony claims that there's no real food in your food. Could you maybe prove him wrong? Yeah, you can do that, right? I mean, it's all real food. How could it be packed with protein if it's not real food? How can protein not be real? That's where my question comes in. He was screaming at me. He's like, I'm going to buy them and make you read them. I'm like, you're going to make me read them? I, I don't know what's happening You're 40 years old. You can't make me do anything. I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm in Hogan's Heroes with him. <laughs> <laughs> I get so scared. I'm just like, I'll do whatever you want. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's He's going to make me read stuff. a Hot Pockets thing on Thursday if I go to that 1 o'clock class. He's not teaching the 1 o'clock. Mindy's teaching. Oh, then I'm going to Thursday 1 o'clock, baby. Are you? Yeah. 
Yeah. Not because you're Chappie's not teaching. Oh but no, just, I mean it works I, out. Honestly, I wanted to go because I want Chappie to see I'm really working hard on my posture. I literally said this to him, I'm like, Hey, I'm really excited for you to see me. I haven't seen you in a couple weeks, I've really been working on my posture. Yeah, your posture's horrible. <laughs> right, and what I was saying is I'm working on it to get better. Yeah, it's not gonna get better overnight. Right, well, he's like, think about how many hours you did with that bad behavior. There's no way you're going to turn it around that fast. I'm like, well, then I guess I don't really want to show you the progress I thought I made. Because even Chris said it. Anyway, I'm just going to stop telling you. And then I just, like, sunk under the table. Aw, Mr. Yeah. Encouragement. Oh, my God. He is amazing, though. Like, he does, but he, I do want to try and impress him. Like, I think that's, yeah. like, the ultimate thing you could ask for when you own a gym. I don't know that you... Never yeah, will? Maybe. I think Claire impresses him sometimes. Oh, but he doesn't show it. Yeah, well, Mindy, I think, impresses him, but she works there now. True. But she had been such a good client that he was willing to let her work there, I Yeah, think. I guess. Like, I think he's pretty... Like, I think if I was like, hey, chap, I think I'm going to turn into... Become a trainer, he'd laugh for about three days, then be like, you're never working here. I don't even want you coming near this place. Like, I'd probably get kicked out of the gym, I thought. Aww. I don't think he thinks, Aww. like, that I could do much. <laughs> Gina, weigh in. What do you think? But then he also doesn't think I'm as crazy as I am, except that this was my favorite ever dialogue I've ever had with people talking about my mental health. Gina is asking me questions like, so like manic depressive, what does that mean? And I'm like, well, you know, and she's like, because I know when I see you, you're always in a good mood, you're always funny. And Chappie goes, yeah, because you don't see her when she's on the other side. And I'm like, well, that is true. And she's like, yeah, because like when there's a party of the life of the party, although you don't go out a lot. And Chappie's like, yeah, because she's miserable, depressed. And I was like... Well, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's like that. And she goes, you're just like Tony's friend. And I'm like, what friend? And they said his name. And I'm like, oh, where is he? And I'm like, he killed himself. I'm oh, like, my God, that's right. I forgot about anyway, that conversation. you know what? This is fun. Good talk, guys. Good talk. <laughs> um, I'm going to go home, not kill myself. Don't worry. I got it. Oh. Uh, but literally, it would kill me. Because she's like, I just, you seem happy. Yeah, because when she's not happy, she's alone. Anyway, like, it was the best. Wouldn't you love to have a dinner party with just Tina, Tina Tony, Gina, and and Val and Uncle Henry. Oh my god, please. And let us please record it. Oh yeah, we have like multiple cameras set up from different angles so we can get everything we need, all the footage we need. Because it's so weird, but they are like the same couple, but not. Like you Right. Have... There's enough differences. And keep in mind, Val and Uncle Henry are much older. Oh, like, yeah. By 30 Uncle Henry's going to be 80, so right. like, well not really 79, but still. Yeah. Big difference, but yeah. I think if oh my we god. could freaking film that... First, I want to take Val and Gina to Costco and see what oh they buy, God. because we'll need, like, 12 carts for all the paper towels, um, and then bring them home, and I, we'll cook dinner, and they can all discuss <laughs> And I feel everything. like Gina will love Aunt Val, and Aunt okay. Val will love Gina, and then we're right. going to feel left out. Right. I'm going to get real jealous of Gina real fast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm already jealous. Like, I'm already oh, mad at her. Wow. Gina, I love you, but Aww. I just know Aunt Val is going to love you she more. She will. You're just so... You're, like, the perfect, adorable Italian girl. Like, I know. You're, you know... Yeah. We're too mouthy. We are bad Italian girls in that sense. Like, we mm. shouldn't have been liberal, and we shouldn't have been mouthy, like, taking on the patriarchy yeah. like, quite the way we do. Yeah. It's not. Anvil doesn't like that. No. Well. But Gina does. I mean. Yeah, but we put it out there. Oh, I open yeah. up my big mouth oh, yeah. into a microphone. Valley doesn't like that. That's true. That is yeah. very true. Good point. Hmm. Speaking of Italians, didn't you have a really interesting thing to tell me? I did. So I got this book out of the library called The Italian Americans, A History. Are we on it? We are not on it. But you know what? Neither is Christy or Gina. So. Oh, so. Mm. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> there was an interesting part about this town in Pennsylvania called Rosetto. And they named it that because 
everyone in this town had immigrated from a town in Italy called Rosetto. Rosetto, probably. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, these doctors had gone in in the 60s to do some research because it turned out that everyone in this town was, like, insanely healthy. I mean, no heart disease. It was, like, a medical mystery of, like this specific town because all the towns around it were having, you know, they were dying at the national rate of all these things, heart attack, stroke, blah, blah, blah. Um, the people in this town, you know, didn't really do anything different except their sense of community because they had been so prejudiced against when they came to America, they had built this town all for themselves, built their businesses and they all worked together. So like, Everybody grew vegetables. They all shared with each other. Even the rich people in the town, like, they didn't flaunt it. Everyone had a very similar house, similar cars, um, and they all helped each other out. And, and that is what these researchers said kept them so healthy and alive. Now, when the second generation of this town started going away to college and then not moving back... Was that, like, the 70s and 80s? Mm -hmm. like That's when all the health started matching the rest of the the national average people were dying of heart disease. But up until then, this little Italian community, um, no heart disease, no stroke, no can like cancer, you know, rates were minimal. But in the towns around them, it was normal. Everything, yep, exactly. In fact, there's a, a, it's called the Rosetto effect because of, of how, you know, like a medical miracle this little town was. And they all, you know, claim it was, it was due to this sense of community that the Italians ran. Like if people owned a bakery, they, sh you know, they shared with the people who owned the butcher shop or, you know, whatever it was all, there was, I guess it was socialism in a way, you know, but socialism. I mean, you know, it, um, but yeah, I mean, they just made the best of it and, and worked together to better their lives for themselves. And so my, like, the first thing that is stri striking me with this is when you talk about the next generation going off to college, mm -hmm. and then that being when everybody starts getting sick, mm -hmm. and it, I feel torn in a way because I feel like we've always, you know, you're always being told, don't, you know, you don't have to do what your parents say, and you, you should go live your own life, and you need to do what you need to do for you, mm -hmm. but it really sounds like that threw off the formula of this town, and is the bigger picture that you shouldn't be going off and living your dreams until you've taken care of everything at home first? I mean, is that like... No, because I'm. there's a follow-up to this. So okay. it wasn't just the people leaving. It was part of the reason that the rich, you know, stayed very modest was because of their fear of the Maluk. So the Maluk is basically the evil eye. Um, and they believed... I'm going to quote directly from the book where it said... Let's see... Um, as one Rosetten told an Italian anthropologist studying the town during the same period as the two doctors, the people think you're rich and they envy you, so you catch the evil eye. Envy is powerful. We say if envy were fever, the whole world would be in bed. So they purposely stayed modest because they didn't want anyone to envy them. Wow. And as kids went to college and became a little bit, you know, smarter, more worldly, you know, people weren't afraid of them to look because they knew it was a, an old wives' tale, right. or, you know, a fable. And that's... So they'd come that. home and be like, Dad, do you... Keep right, or like their parents would die yeah. and then they'd be like, well, I don't care, I'm rich, I'm driving a freaking, yeah. you know, Mercedes or whatever. So, yeah. But anyway, this book is pretty interesting. I haven't quite finished it yet. Um, did you know in New Orleans that the there were, uh, they were lynching Italians, too, in addition to the African, the blacks? 
I knew, I didn't know in New Orleans, but yeah. I, I'd heard that Italians had been. Mm -hmm. There were Italian internment camps oh, yeah. were too here, yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff that we don't, isn't talked about because they weren't as prevalent as the Japanese internment camps. And, you know, the lynchings weren't as prevalent as the way, you know, our African-American brothers and sisters were being lynched, but it happened. Yeah. You know? So when Italian-Americans now are so prejudiced, it like, it literally like hurts my heart. It makes I just me think, sick. You know, don't you know what your grandparents or great-grandparents went through? People, they weren't welcomed. No. Nobody was like, hey, the Italians are here. Come on. They were like, no, you're dirty and gross, and we're giving you the crappy jobs. So. And our grandmother, our, our her side gets very, very dark. Our mm -hmm. father also, Rosie. But we both actually get pretty dark. Um, right. My face got really dark just walking those last couple weeks. But um, my grandma, our grandmother would be called, like, racial slurs oh, God, that were yeah. normally used towards African-Americans. Mm -hmm. So... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've never understood, like, yeah, being Italian has always felt like, I don't know, like, I feel like people who are German and Irish, they don't get the same sort of, like, there's, like, like, people laugh at Italians, you know, like, that line in Goodfellas, like, am I here to abuse you? I feel like that's how all Italians could be treated, like, we're your loud, gregarious friend, we're your moody friend, we're yeah. your this friend. I mean, I had a friend, probably, let's see, ten years ago, got married, and uh, she said, uh, at my wedding, I'm not going to introduce you to my grandfather because he hates Italians. I mean, this was only 10 years ago. That is insane. At first I thought she was joking, and I was like, oh, oh, you, this is for real. Like, it, 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 I couldn't even fathom that there were people in this world who hate Italians so much that, like, just to keep peace at a wedding, she wasn't even going to be like, hey, this is my friend. Oh, my God. I know. Isn't that crazy? Oh. Um... Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, that was crazy. That's um, insane. Well, I was going to tell you when I, I don't want to say who the friend is, but I, I was hanging out with him and he, he was like, Oh, I have a friend who does a really good impersonation about Italians. And I was like, okay, how does it go? And he goes, uh, Oh, you're my friend. You're my friend. Come on inside. Come on inside. You're my good friend. Let me give you a piece of pizza pie. You, you make me angry. You're not my friend anymore. Pizza pie in your face. And like that was, the, that was the impersonation of how an Italian is that we're so moody that we go from you're our best friend to putting, shoving a pie in your face. And I was like, I, oh my God. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's really crazy. So, guys, we're Italian because we get treated like this. Oh my God. Yeah. Could you imagine? That's how Italians are. Jeez. You're my friend. You're my friend. Tell me a piece of pie. In your face, pizza pie. Oh my God. <laughs> What kind of Italians do they know? I don't know. I know the guy was from Oakland. Uh, Oakland Italians. What do you expect? I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> hey, so y'all, we're going to do, this is going to be considered a little mini-sode. Yeah. Uh, but we are going to be back on Thursday for another podcast. Yes. We're going to first, we're going to work out with Mindy at one, and then we're going to come back here and we are going to do a podcast for you. And we'll drink any Hot Pockets. <gasps> High fives. Yay. Yes. Okay. It's going to be the Hot Pocket drinking episode. I can't wait workout episode yes so thanks for sorry we're late this week sorry we were late this week sorry we're just giving you a little mini episode but that's okay because two days you'll get another one yeah right awesome all right thanks for coming by sis thanks for doing this sure thanks for listening everyone sure thank you guys we're two guinea hens ciao